Hi, I'm Jay. And I'm Aaron. You're listening to episode 64 of the Salty Mother Clutches podcast. I don't think I'm that superstitious. But I go back and forth between thinking that I'm not and then that I actually am. Yeah. And I just don't do, don't want to admit it. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of on the fence. I'm I'm like the agnostic version of super, <laughs> superstition. Super superstition, I think. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess if I had to like say if I am or I'm not, like I guess like I. I am, but it makes no sense. You seem like you're pretty superstitious. Yeah, but I just believe in like making wishes and um, superstition, though, burning some things. Burning things and making wishes yeah. into the world? <laughs> that is pretty superstitious, I think. Yeah, and also um, I have tradition. So sometimes I think like when you do things that are like your tradition, mm-hmm. like you got to do it this way, blah, blah, blah. Like it kind of also comes across as superstition yeah so i I guess when you put it that way like what is the difference between superstition and like just ritual um like one one is just routine and one is you do it because evil spirits will get you otherwise yeah Yeah, that one for sure for sure uh (laughs) but i think like well in that situation what i was saying there it's like yeah the ritual or the tradition like you're doing that for good luck. So you're doing that because I, you're superstitious? Kind of. Whether I mean, you're acknowledging or not. Like, you know, I put my helmet on. That's part of my routine. Yeah, but, but that's, that's not really superstition. That's the law. Right. But even with whether it was the, is the law or, or not. Like, okay. Well, do you have a I lucky was, helmet? <laughs> I think they're all pretty lucky helmets so well, far. Well, because if you have a lucky helmet... But yeah, okay. So when it bring that to motorcycles and superstition, like I feel like people have all kinds of superstitions regarding mm-hmm. their bikes, their equipment, their ride, their whatever. Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is gremlin bells. Yes. What I was thinking was like people have their routine. Like they they change their they put on a certain glove before the other. Yeah. They like put on a helmet, like I was saying. But then like, yeah, there are gremlin bells, which have no rhyme or reason. Yeah. And it's like just a superstitious thing that some people do. And yeah. Some people and it's, don't. And this like fucking gremlin bell lore is like from wh- whoever invented that, that people started <laughs> making like manufacturing tiny bells mm-hmm. custom like to the person that the bell has to be given to you, preferably by another biker. Like you mm-hmm. don't go buy your own gremlin bell. It has to be gifted to you from yeah. another rider. And then the bell has to sit at the bottom, the lowest part of your bike, because we did this, we did like a whole yeah. fucking episode you can on do this. do it again. But because <laughs> then what happens is the gremlins, the road gremlins jump up to get on your bike. They go inside the bell and the bell is ringing and they get inside the bell and they're like, I'm insane. I'm insane. And then they leave your bike. They fall. And they make a pothole. And they the make a pothole. So someone invented that fucking story. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. So I I did some reading up on the gremlin bells slash what else? The guardian, guardian bells. Bell, they're yeah, called. Yeah. Um, Cause like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And like, I'm 
still, I'm convinced that they're the live, love, laugh of, <laughs> of motorcycle superstition. Especially because the action, also the design of them, they got the FTW on yeah, them. It's they like, got like biker chick yeah. on them. Like they're so generically you, shitty. You buy, you buy it at like these biker, like knickknack trap stores <laughs> where it's just like motorcycle, like t-shirts that just say motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah. absurd, right? Yeah. So anyway, I was on this forum and they were talking about them. And I guess, I guess these old dudes that like swear by them. Um, and swear it's, by and, them. And they it's, just it's, swear by well, them. Well, for these people, and it, this is all cruiser people, right? Old, old dudes. Yeah. Old, old men. Yeah. Um, the bells were to represent fallen riders. Oh, okay. So, so would that's... they have like a collection of them? So, oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think maybe they only know one other fallen rider or I don't know. That's okay. A, maybe. Weird. But like they they put the bell on the bike to represent the, this rider that they lost from their community or whatever. Uh huh. And then that way they're they're kind of like riding with them, or some okay. shit. Okay. Then I, then I was like, okay, that that's cool. I guess. Cool. I mean, whatever. Some people put like fucking decals on their tank, like R.I.P. Whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, <laughs> and this other person was like, um, sport bike riders. Like, obviously, this is. A cruiser thing sport by people do not do this at all yeah um and it's not that they're without their own superstitions and we'll get to some of those yes but that uh they give people give these bells to riders that crash also oh so if you have a newbie rider yeah that dropped their bike yeah they get a bell oh so and those people i guess collect bells so, uh, so if you see a bike with a bunch of bells on it, what? this is a rider that has dropped their bike a number of times. I've never heard. Th- so they get a bell for dropping their bike. So yeah. every time you, every time you drop your bike, a bell rings Yeah, and a gremlin gets its wings. Yeah. And, it's, <laughs> and, and so when you hear the reindeer coming down the road, you know, not to ride with that person. <laughs> But like, who in their fucking right minds gonna wear like a, like bunch of a bells. dozen bells on their bike? Like, we all drop our bike, right? Yeah. Like, who's gonna ride? I've with... definitely dropped my bike more than one time, and I only have one bell on my bike. So I'm saying, like, the the one person out there that was like, uh, "No, I didn't drop my bike. That bell, that that bell is uh for um uh, gremlins, gremlins." Oh, gotta be careful! And, then, and I, there's a lot of gremlins yeah, in my no, town, no, so yeah. I got extra extra yeah. bells. So I think that's where the superstition came from. Oh, I've never heard that dropping the bike part thing. I know. It's because the gremlin fucking theory wiped it out. Oh, I wonder, eh? I wonder if someone wrote the fucking gremlin lore because they were like, I gotta, I gotta cancel this thing out. Everyone Mm -hmm. thinks I'm dropping my bike. Okay. Let's write this story. Okay. So the gremlins jump up on, they jump inside and the bell rings. Like, okay. I didn't drop the bike. The gremlins dropped the bike. Yeah. Right. I must need another bell. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm feeling a little dropsy dropsy. I might need another bell. (laughs) So that's by far the most common superstition, (laughs) I think. When I think of motorcycle stuff. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I, I had to go on a hunt because I was like, okay, there's got to be some other shit that I'm I, not thinking I of. actually put it on our salty stories and like we've been getting like some some interaction with the stories and stuff. Mm. And I put it out there to like, do you have any superstitions about riding or whatever? And fucking no one said anything. Like, I, 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 I got a message. You did? Yeah. Okay. Um, message from Crashy Tom. Okay. Um, he had his bike blessed. Oh, okay. You mentioned so, this, so but that, you didn't tell me that with the context. Yeah. Okay. So apparently 
he was just in the, the right time, the right place. And some mm-hmm. Jesus freak came up and said, yo, <laughs> would you care if I blessed your bike? And of course, Tom, just an individual. I think so. Oh, that's yeah. So, so not even one of these, these like culty, the like mass, the, yeah. <laughs> these mass blessings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like definitely, definitely it seemed like it was a weirder situation, but regardless, got, uh, his bike blessed and got a couple stickers. So well. a stra- a stranger was like, yo, crashy Tom. Can I bless this machine? Crashy Tom's like, yes. Absolutely. And then some freak uh, did something and blessed the bike. Sure, yeah. And gave him stickers? Yeah. They were walking around to do this? I guess just I walk s- around blessing shit. Left I have and right. a lot of questions. What were the stickers? Uh, I think it just said this bike was blessed or something. Whoa. Like maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's all you need. Like that's the ticket. I feel like this story's got holes in it. Is the sticker blessed? Oh, because do, do you just bless a bunch of stickers and then you just go slapping them on bikes? They're like, look, you're blessed. What you're if, blessed. What if I washed my bike in holy water? You'd have to wash your bike. <laughs> I say it ain't going to happen. Oh, yeah. I'm not washing my bike. <laughs> ain't go- not even holy water could clean that or Could bike. you baptize your bike with little, little like, uh, you know, pour one out for my homies, like, just like, blip, 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 throw a little holy water uh, I'm, on there? I'm sure. Throw a little holy water in the tank and see what that does. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's another option if you're all looking out there and you don't know any people walking around blessing bikes. Maybe you should just get your hands on some holy water. Like, this is something that you see at every bike rally. Like, wherever you are. I'm sure this happens all over the world. Like the blessing of the bike thing? Yeah. Like, you know, they have like a lunch ride. They have a dinner ride. The next morning, oh, you can't go. We're having the blessing of the bikes in the morning. Yeah. Right before the, the biker breakfast. And like... Apparently these things are, I have never been. Never been either. <laughs> um, apparently they're non-denominational. Okay. I call bullshit on that. Okay. Anything called the blessing of the bikes, dude, that's some Jesus fucking shit right there. <laughs> like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, and if they say it's not, they're doing that behind your back. They're, right. It's they're like, like, it's like when you go to that wedding, your friend's wedding, and they're like, oh, it's not going to be one of those weddings. And the person speaking always sneaks in a couple of Jesuses. Mm-hmm. It's like, you fucker. I yeah. Knew, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I think it's one of those situations. Okay. <laughs> but people do it. What does it do? Oh, I assume it can't do anything bad as much as I don't think it can do anything good. So it's just neutral. Yeah, but if you're superstitious, it might give you the peace of mind that might make you d- to try harder and not go crash like i don't i don't know you just like get your bike blessed and you're like today is going to be a good day yeah no crashing for me i'm blessed <laughs> like i don't know i would just i would rather spend the time like rather than hanging out in a parking lot with a bunch of dudes blessing their fucking shit <laughs> like go get a sandwich like <laughs> get a coffee or ride your bike like they're these people are just obsessed with parking lots i think Right, of course. They're just like, oh, I don't want to ride. I just got to go to this parking lot and get blessed again. Well, I'll just drop the bike off over at the Blessing while I go get my sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just drop drop your bike in the Blessing parking lot and go, that bike needs to be blessed. I'll be back in five. Yeah, how long do you um, need it for? And then go. Move that would be on. a way better service if it were like a drop your bike off, get an oil change. And a Blessing. And a Blessing. Like as an upsell. Then I'd be like, yeah, sure. Five extra bucks. If they, if it was a free oil change with the blessing, <laughs> then like, then I would be in. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. And I could see how that would actually Im- improve your chances or odds at not crashing. 
for sure if that was like someone could take that business plan and like run with it because <laughs> i truly believe especially those old grampy dudes like they're like they're just still like i can't believe i've been riding this long and, and didn't die yet like I, i'm really due for an oil change and a blessing <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the difference that's why it's the old dudes with these bells and the blessings so like maybe just the longer you ride you're like shit man i better <laughs> i gotta do something <laughs> well the thing that i read about the i read about the gremlin bells and was like uh, i'm pretty sure that only um cruisers have gremlin bells and then like some someone like commented like uh i just thought it was old people had gremlin bells and old people are usually on cruisers so that's the thing right it's like i'm yeah. sure that I'm sure there's sport bikes with gremlin bells. I know Uh, that's not, can't be just a cruiser only thing. I don't know. But, but here's the the sport bike thing is no green bikes. So green motorcycles. So, and that was news to me. That was news to me. And the more I read it, it was like the history of it was kind of unique, but it's like the people in today's world are like, they're all sport bike people. They're like, oh yeah, don't race a green bike because you'll fucking crash. That's it. who's saying it. That's who's saying it now. Oh. Those like those are the people that are superstitious of it now. Because I was gonna say like it's really trendy to have like army green colored mm-hmm. motorcycles. Yeah, and that that's where the superstition starts. Yeah, is I specifically guess, army green. <laughs> specifically army green yeah. in the war. These uh, army these biker <laughs> um, people in the war, soldiers, I suppose, getting picked off, and then the the green bike just ended up being bad luck i don't know if war you'd call bad luck yeah um for that reason it just was a bad omen to be riding these green bikes especially after the war oh yeah well anyway if you're riding a green bike then that's camouflage so the cars can't see you on the road and they're gonna run you over exactly yeah absolutely so that's probably what they think it is now (laughs) that's interesting i didn't know that and then you were like oh we didn't have any green bikes i was like you had a green bike you painted your shadow green yeah army green and then it never worked since (laughs) i was like i'm gonna customize the fuck out of this did it painted it green bike fell to shit wasn't worth a dime i'm like do you think because my name is aaron and i i am i am the luck of the irish that i could have a green bike because i got enough luck inside me (laughs) i don't have any fucking luck inside Uh, me (laughs) yeah maybe that's like where the like the two two bad lucks make a good luck oh like the double negative sort of situation well then really like how could you explain all my other bad luck let's see i had a burgundy bike a chrome bike a red (laughs) bike a blue bike like come on this isn't holding up yes maybe you need maybe i need a green green bike bike. yeah oh i'm buying it What? I, I mean, I'm sold on the idea. I'm buying it. Not, You're buying I'm not it. buying you a green bike. Buy me one. <laughs> I'll take one. Okay. <laughs> um, weird one. Dropping your helmet. Yeah, that's bad luck. I it means the, you got to buy a new helmet. Like, okay, sure. Well, I, What's going to happen? Well, I saw, I read something on like a forum or something. It was like, dropping your gloves is bad luck. Like, What? Well, I bet every person drops their gloves. Every single time you try every to put time, on gloves. Every time you go to go on your bike. <laughs> it's like trying to put your helmet on with glasses on your head. <laughs> like, that's bad luck. It's like, no, that's stupid. You take your yeah, you take your glasses off, then you drop your gloves, then your helmet falls as you're picking up your glasses. <laughs> like, ah, oh, no, just stay home. Take the car. Then you try to start the bike and you're like, where's my fucking key? Yeah, fuck. Yeah. I don't know if that's bad luck. That's just dumb. But it's on the list, I guess. 
has anyone dropped their helmet and then had something bad? Does anyone even believe that? <laughs> Is that a real superstition? I really believe it's it's like, yeah, if you drop your helmet, you're supposed to get a new helmet and that's it. And then you're out a few hundred dollars. Yeah, I think that's that's a conspiracy by like Big Helmet. Big Helmet? Big Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Big Helmet? So riding oh. with your pegs down. Your rear pegs down. Yeah. Did you know about that one being... I did not know. Them. I mean, it sounds familiar. I think I may have heard it before, but yeah. I've... Are your I... rear pegs down? No. They're my, not? Mo- most, most of my, my bikes, I've taken the rear pegs off because oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want that. a passenger ever. Right. And then I don't have to take one if I don't have rear pegs or well, rear seat. I'm pretty sure mine are down. Um, but I think at any given time, one's up and one is down. They're both <laughs> down. They're both up. Yeah. And how that happens, I don't even fucking know. But yeah. maybe it's because the gremlins j- jump on for a ride mm-hmm. and then they fuck up my pegs and then I don't know. Yeah. So that's the theory. Like a lot of these, um, a lot of these theories have to do with gremlins. So maybe when you drop your helmet, a gremlin jumps in your helmet. And then gets in your and thoughts. Gets, gets in your thoughts. And then you just drive <laughs> off the road. So ah! when you're riding with your pegs down, your passenger pegs, and you have no passenger, all these evil spirits you're inviting the are spirits. like, fuck yeah, motorcycles. Because what evil spirit does not love a motorcycle ride? Right. And then alternatively. There's like, hop on. Alternatively, you're supposed to leave your rear pegs down if you're riding in a funeral procession. Yeah. So uh, specifically, like this would be like a mm-hmm. funeral for another rider. Mm-hmm. And it's so you can give them a last ride. Yeah. So you're oh, riding. Fucking, so you, it's creepy, right? That's fucking creepy shit. Yeah. And, and like I've, I've ridden in processions before. I I've, don't have rear passenger there was seats. No, I have no, like. There was no like um, speech beforehand where they're like, all right, everybody. Uh, we're going to do kickstands up here at 11 a.m. Don't forget to put your pegs down. Right after the blessing. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I've I never no, heard that before. Uh, never. And it's like, uh, it's, it's, I like it. Yeah, you like it. It's dark, but. I like the dark. I like, I only like it for the funeral. But it's like, okay, uh, so you don't have a passenger on the bike. You have a passenger seat. You put your pegs down. You're either going to pick up your recently deceased friend or some <laughs> random gremlin evil spirit. Yeah. Like. Oh my God. It's kind of like. I'm not recording. <laughs> it's kind of like. Is it worth it? Is it worth the gamble? Yeah. Probably. So Just like living on the edge. You don't know. Are you picking up your old, your dead bud? Or are you, you picking up a gremlin? It's, Who's it going to be? It's like the hitchhiking of fucking evil spirits. Yeah. It's like. I don't know. Could be a creeper. Might not be though. Could be a really interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pick him up. Let's find out. Oh my god! But what if like you didn't actually know the person in the procession, right? Like, say mm. you didn't even know them, and then you're just like picking up this like stranger ghost. Yeah. Like, if you knew you were picking up your friend ghost, it'd probably be fine. <laughs> yeah. But picking up a stranger ghost has like another element of like it puts another element of fear into me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to pick up a stranger ghost. No. I mean, like, think about having a stranger, like, riding on the back of your bike anyway. It's fucking yeah, weird. I want to know who's on the it's back. It's weird. Yeah, I want to know who's back there. I want to control who's back there. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't want any creeps back there. That's extra weird. <laughs> but motorcycles is not the vehicle to be driving when you pick up hitchhikers, let alone dead Fuck ones. Fuck no. Like Hell no. No, ain't going to happen. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> yeah, pegs up. <laughs> Superstition be damned, but pegs up. All right, so do you have any lucky underpants? Uh, <laughs> No, just sexy ones. That's it. Oh, they, they get you lucky. Oh, that's true. They'll get you lucky. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to like wear special lucky underpants when you're going traveling because of superstition. We did a whole episode on underpants. And I think the (laughs) consensus was that you you just ride, uh, you ride, your underpants do ride, but you wear underpants for the conditions that you're riding in. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. So I don't think there's any underpants that are particularly more lucky than others. (laughs) But this is a superstition that's I think a lot of race people have. Yeah, and I was, you, you said it's a sports. I'm saying thing. it's sports, like not lucky, yeah. not not even just lucky underpants, but like rituals and traditions, which are definitely like mm-hmm. created because of superstition. And people do things like you know eat a certain thing, wear a certain thing, mm-hmm. do a certain thing on game day. I just right. think that's a thing. So I I assume that. Riders going on big trips, like individuals probably have their like weird mm-hmm. fucking hocus pocus shit where they're like, knock three times on the tank, uh, walk around the bike yeah, yeah. four times, spin around in a circle, put on your helmet, put on your gloves, go. Yeah. And like, they also have like a talisman sewn into their vest or some shit. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. For yes, sure. for sure. Yeah. Is that it? Is that all of them? Yeah. Two oh, year no, rule. No. The two year no, rule. The, there's more. Yeah. The two year rule. Okay, yeah. Um, but speaking, oh, of de- then, speaking of dead people. Okay. I was like, we should do the two-year rule first because I know you're going to tell me some like doozy. The two-year rule we've talked about a thousand times on the podcast, and that is that we have like a superstition that you have to get rid of your bike in two years because yeah. any anytime you have your bike longer than two years, it's on a flatbed more than it's not. Mm-hmm. So did we, did we follow the two-year rule in the last even three years? No. 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 And how's that going? Terrible. Terrible. Terribly. Terribly going. So yeah. what's this other dead and, and man like, thing? And I don't know if that's superstition so much as just experience. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Well, it was a superstition. It, it was, but it, when, when it's superstition turns out to be real and useful, then like, is it no longer a superstition? It's facts. Yeah, it's facts. All these other superstitions, like has anyone that did not have their bike blessed? <laughs> Like, are they more prone to crashing? <laughs> like, where are the statistics on these things? I right? don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <clears throat> so, back to riding with dead people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so you have rem- gremlin bells, and you're picking up dead people along the road. There's, they're just riding with you. Your pegs are down. You have the dead jumping on board. The dead are just fucking going yeah, for a rip. cruising. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, it's bad luck. This is, uh, you know... Again, I don't know if it's a superstition so much as just fucking, of course, is weird, but like riding a dead person's motorcycle. Yeah. How could that not be bad mojo? Like, I can't see, well, unless they were a priest and they were blessing you always by being full time blessed bike. Just always keep your pegs down so they can stay with you. And mm. in the afterlife, they go for rides with you all the time, oh. blessing you. Okay, I'm going to rewind for a second. This is interesting. Okay, we're so just like, do it. If uh, you're a 
priest motorcycle rider, which is, <laughs> you, you've established this now, this yeah. character. Yeah. Um, is your bike blessed full time? Yeah. Or like, when do you have to re-bless your bike? Like, when does, you know... When does the blessing run out? What's the half-life of a blessing, of a good blessing? <laughs> I don't know. If there are more people in the parking lot, is your blessing kind of diluted? Or is it still just as full force? How much Jesus is there to go around for everybody? <sighs> That's a rough question. Okay. I, I don't know. Okay, what? Okay, I'm put, putting that, that out there to the people. Okay. When's a good time to re-bless your motorcycle? Okay. Okay. Um, back to my priest. So <laughs> does he have, do my priest. does he have Jesus on his passenger pegs full time? Would you, if, would oh. you keep your pegs down full time for, well, I wonder is it, if, is Jesus the Lord? Is that the Lord? <laughs> your Lord and savior? I would yeah. think you would have Jesus like, um, sit in front of you, like on the tank because oh. Jesus takes the wheel. So Jesus oh, needs to be able to reach the right, handlebars. Right. So you don't, you're not driving Jesus around. <laughs> Jesus is driving you. Yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back to this. Oh, back to this, this priest, <laughs> this, this okay. like dead priest, I, dead priest, motorbiker, dead priest, motorbiker. <laughs> yeah. So the, the last superstition is don't ride a dead priest motorcycles, motor bikers, motorcycle. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, I almost bought a dead person's motorcycle. Yeah. What's the story about this? Um, who, and, and it's like, I, I, I think that we're all riding someone's motorcycle, like, and they died. Okay. Like, Unless we're, 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 these, we're, we're, our audience <laughs> are fucking people that put down credit cards and buy new motorcycles. Right, like, right, right. whatever. But like, like you know crashy tom has like how many fucking like 1970s beamers that guy someone, needed that's why someone walked up to him and they were like we're gonna be needing to bless this bike on that's the spot a good point. That's, they could sense they could sense that he had a passenger on board yeah you know th and it wasn't a priest that beamer has seen death <laughs> um yes that's a good point it's a very good point yes. actually um so I went to buy this motorcycle. I think it was after I owned the, the 550 Cowie. Yep. And I came to PEI on that bike and it was breaking down. It was a piece of shit. Yep. Um, and someone was selling a motorcycle and they had recently died and their widow was selling the motorcycle. Oh. And I weird. went and sized it up. It was an 1100 Shadow Sabre, I believe. Yeah. Where um, was this? Here on the Here on the island? Yep. Okay. Yep. I don't remember this yep. at all. You were uh, still in Cape Breton, I think. I was here by myself. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, sizing up this dead person's bike. And this person did not die on the motorcycle. Okay. This person had cancer and okay. died. And then their Yikes. spouse is selling off their shit. And this dude was like a hardcore biker. Okay. Um, and the whole thing was just weird. I sat on the bike. It didn't feel right. Like not just the bike, but like just something bad, bad mojo. And then I have this, this widow explaining like how much fun they had on the bike and oh. all their stories about going camping. And like, I, you're bye. just like, can't do it. It's like, I'm not, not willing this thing out of the barn. Like I can't do that. That's too was fucking Was it green? Weird. That was black. <laughs> that was a good question black. though. It's a very fair question. Um, and did you, so you didn't like it at all. You had no good no. vibes. I mean, I hate the Honda shadow anyway. Did but. you, <laughs> but I was going to say, did, do you think that like part of that, 
bad vibes was because you already had like this person's already telling you the history on this bike and like Mm -hmm. how the person who owned it is dead now yeah so do you think that like changed your perspective oh for sure so you weren't gonna buy that bike oh fuck no yeah and but like i blame superstition a little bit i bet that sucks that's bad mojo like I, we mentioned this on the podcast before, whenever I bought my sheepskin, yep, and I bought that same situation. Oh yeah, showed that, up, showed up at the door, and that th- whole thing's this, weird. This uh, like older lady, like it probably in her sixties, yep, um, hobbles up to the door with a cane, and like like young enough where she should not have a cane, right? Okay, um, and gives me this sheepskin, a pair of fucking ten bucks, whatever it was. Oh my god! And then she goes on to tell me. All the adventures that her and her uh, late husband had on that sheepskin, on the motorcycle. Don't do that. And he died riding that sheepskin on his motorcycle with her on the back. And that's why she's walking with his cane, because she got fucked up. It, oh, God. And he died, and I'm buying their sheepskin for $10, like, <sighs> bye. It was and so then weird. that sheepskin, you cut that in half and shared it with your dad, right? Yeah. So you... You split, split your the mojo. Yeah, you split yeah. the mojo up. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that, I guess. Yeah, but you did. And do you think your dad really cared? Oh fuck no. Yeah, he wouldn't care. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That's a that's a dark one. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, baby. Um, my name is Eva. Um I I write a sportster two thousand four. 1200 um and i've been right tomorrow it's gonna be five years that i bought this bike Ooh, so your anniversary that's the time that i've been yes <laughs> is is the sportster your first bike yes uh, when i was younger uh, i'm from spain uh, so i used to like ride a lot of like scooters and different sides of scooters since i was 14 but never never a big bike when i moved to the states um that was kind of like a goal of mine and I'm happy I did it. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. And you went right for the right for the twelve hundred, eh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, are you in New York? Yes, I'm in Brooklyn. You're in Brooklyn as well. So, what's it like um, having a twelve hundred for city riding? Um, honestly, this poster, even if it has a a big engine, is very. It's like a smaller bike in terms of like size, so yep. it's for me. For me, <laughs> so it's easier to move around and to park, and and then when you get in the highway, you have the the strength and you know like the speed, so you can just fit all the scars that are trying to kill you all the time. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I don't think it's as I think it's a perfect bike for a city like New York. Maybe in another city will be too much. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I have pretty much the same bike um oh, really mine's a 2002 so it's the oh, same, cool. s- same sort of era and like i i agree like it's it's got a lot of power for the highway but it's it's a lot like daintier in town than people lead it to be like it's yeah it's absolutely pretty, it's pretty easy to throw around and stuff so no, no, I love the Sportster for sure. Like that's gonna be my bike forever. But sometimes for long trips and, and stuff, um, I can I can tell that you know it would be great to have something a little um, stronger. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's just fun to have more motorcycles in general. I think. <laughs> 
Of course, like, all the way. <laughs> like, would, would, would I get like a, you know, 1800 cc something to like ride across the country? Probably. Would I also yeah. ride like a, you know, 400 cc around yeah. town? Absolutely, I would. Totally. One bike for every occasion. Exactly. Yeah, of course. <laughs> So ha have you done like any any big trips or any much riding or do you do mostly stick to the city? Um, I did one um, for my uh, birthday a few years back. We we flew to, it wasn't with my bike, we flew to Las Vegas and then rented a bike. I rented a Sportster as well. Uh -huh. and, and then I went through the desert, Mojave Desert and then... Joshua Tree, all the way to Los Angeles, and then we went up the co the coast towards uh, north. So it was like very beautiful, and we arrived like Big Sur, and then we went back. So that was like a week, and oh, wow. maybe ten days. Yeah, it was very beautiful. That's the thing. Like I wish, like to do a cross country, I need so much time because, mm -hmm. well, especially with my tank, this is small. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> but also like I would need, I would need all this time off. So sometimes it's like, it's worth it to rent a bike in a place and do like a small area, um, you know, because otherwise just to get there, I would just spend like two weeks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I did a lot around here, in like all the states that they are here, just like four or five days or like, you know, like, um, it, which close, uh, just like, I, I wish I was in the West Coast sometimes to do like more adventure and, and, you know, the weather also here is kind of like limited. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, because you wouldn't be able to ride year round there. No. Like winter is coming. <laughs> winter is coming. I'm already feeling like it's been, it's been very rainy these last four days. And I, I was fixing mm. my bike. The rear brake had to be rebuilt. And I was like, man, this, okay, the weather is not very good, but it's like the last two yeah, months that I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I try to ride during the winter at least once a month a day that, that, you know, it's not as cold, but it's not like the same in the summer that I go everywhere with the bike. <laughs> right. Yeah. Winter, winter is coming for us as well. So usually the, in October, it's getting like a lot colder for us. Mm -hmm. And if we're lucky, we try to ride in November if with lots and lots of layers. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. It's kind of like if the bike will start, then we'll ride. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, to me, it's like around city I can do it. I just my hands get like super cold, so I never mm -hmm. found the real gear. But I, I, I will ride even if it's like a short, you know, little thing just to like yeah, decompress <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. But then there's snow too, which is like dangerous. Of yeah, course, yeah, it's, it's a bummer. <laughs> no fun. <laughs> no fun. At all. On your on your bigger trips, do you do you do camping or what do you where do you stay? What do you do? Um, I did I did both. Um, around here, sometimes we just go visit friends. Okay. So it's kind of like oh, we'll get a little hotel or something. We did camping some a couple of times, but it's not like my I don't I don't have all the like proper gear to like come with a bike and stuff. These these people I know that they're like very into camping i i'm more into like the riding and then sleeping well yeah 
Well, I I can see your I can see your little picture on the screen here, and I'm thinking yes. you're you're very glamorous. So, <laughs> not to judge a book by its cover, but perhaps camping may not yeah. be your favorite vibe. No, I'm you know I'm a very adventurous person, and I can sleep in the floor. You know, like I've done everything. Yeah. But I think I think maybe when I had less resources, I would be like, yeah, the camping is like like what I can do but now I'm like not that I have like all these resources but, but I do feel like sometimes you're you're riding for eight hours and yeah I just want to rest so the day after I'm like rested to ride again like my mm-hmm. priority what I'm trying to say my priority when I'm riding is the riding and and there's other people that also enjoy camping um I can camp if that's the what's happening but it's not like I'm like a you know, a nerd for camping and I have all these gadgets and, and stuff, but I'm all about the adventure and like craziness and improvising. So it's like a different way of like taking the adventure to like, I don't know where I'm going to sleep tonight. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not about the glam, but also, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> comfort. I mean, that's a good point. Cause a lot of people that will go like moto camping, they go camping and then they stay for a couple of days in one location and kind yeah. of try to chill out, but it sounds like you just want to hit the road. Yeah, definitely. Go. When yeah, when I did this this trip in in the desert in California, we mostly visit parents, which is was very nice for them too because like we were busy all day. They haven't seen it in year seen us in years, and like we just show up and like hang out for a little bit, and then we have to wake up early and leave. You know, it's not like we're just trying to like spend time in their houses or anything it's yeah. more like you know like travelers and I, I like that too like it's almost you have excuse to like visit certain people that maybe you will not do if you had the bike and that little trip you know? right yeah do you have a group of uh riders that you like to ride with or do you find that you ride more solo a lot uh i do both mostly for longer rides i have to i, I like to have friends because i feel like it's always like you're sharing the experience you're stopping somewhere and like you know, like having yeah. some lunch or whatever. So I do have a couple of friends I always ride with. Faye is one of them. And then um, my friend Agatha. There's a, there's a fair amount of like female riders in New York and we have a chat where we all like kind of like contact each other for like rides or, or questions. Uh, and then I have, a, yeah, a lot of other friends where like sometimes it's, you know, more people or less, but... I do like to do some smaller rides alone, just like just around here, just because it's, it's, it helps me just to like concentrate on some stuff and and just like I don't know where I'm going today and just do a little bit. But mostly, if it's a longer ride, I like to share it with friends, but not a lot, you know. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like then everybody wants to do their own thing. Like I don't know, like three is a perfect number for me. Three, four, five. Yeah, we talk about group riding like quite a lot on the podcast and. We, mm-hmm. we typically don't really like it. Like I, I'm the yeah. same as you. Like I have a couple other people that I want to ride with because they're good riders and I know mm-hmm. I, I can anticipate how they're going to ride. But I find when you get into like those larger groups, it's just, it's just so much less fun because you never know yeah. if people are going to be dangerous or whatever, right? So. Yeah, you're just following a line. It's not like there is less communication because you cannot be like, oh, let's stop here. I just right. decided mm-hmm. that this is a beautiful road. And it's, yeah, it's harder to improvise. 
I, I've been invited several times. I think when I started driving, I was more inclined to like, oh, let's do, and it's, you feel protected because you're all with all these right. people in line. It's beautiful. It's a, <clears throat> it's a beautiful sensation, but I definitely, the more I know how to ride, I prefer to have like fewer friends that I know. I mean, I, I like to yeah. ride with new people too, but like uh, we know each other, especially now I bought this like car, cardo thing that you can put in your, Cargo or cargo, I don't know the name. <laughs> it's like a device that you can just, it's a Bluetooth device that you can talk to somebody that has the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, that, like, slowly all my friends are buying it so we can all communicate. <laughs> and it's, no, it's been, it's been, it's been fun because usually you're sharing the experience, but you're also isolated. Yeah. And you have to communicate through signals. And now it's became, it's become like something. You know, you can actually say, hey, be careful, this car is coming, it's crazy. Or like, oh, let's stop here. Like this, you know, you don't have to talk all the time, but there's at least you're sharing a little more the experience and it's mm -hmm. also helpful. So it's been interesting. This summer I've been trying that and it was pretty cool. Even though on the sports tree, you're stopping every two hours anyway for gas. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's another but, thing. But, but by the time you stop, you forget half the things you want to tell all your friends anyway. Yeah. So you're like, you finally uh, get to talk to them and you're like, oh, I forget what I was going to say about an hour ago, but we saw, I saw something cool. I forget what it was. Yeah. And that's another thing. Um, except a couple of people, I, I usually write with people that have like bigger tanks and bigger bikes. So right. um, they don't need to stop that often. Um, so it, it is very uh, useful <laughs> to to be able to be like, hey, I need to stop now. You right. Know, for, yeah. Especially for the gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. H have you ever run out of gas on it? Yes. Yeah. I, I did. At the beginning when I just bought it, kind of like one of the first time, because I wasn't, you know, I didn't know how long it takes. It was around the city, which is the, it's different how it like, you stop several times and suddenly the bike stopped and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time. Uh, and then this summer also one time, because now the gas is much more expensive. So usually I will know, like I put that much money, this amount. And then I forgot that, you know, we're like in a different, like now, you, I don't know, if I put $5, there's like less on it. Yeah, so I yeah. just kind of like forgot the reference of, and I didn't check. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's really silly. But usually I check before I go somewhere. And like didn't because I, I was like, I put $5 one day ago, it's fine. And <laughs> basically it was like, no. <laughs> Not so, fine. Yeah, I, Does I learned that. I have to check all the time. Now. Does the Sportster have a reserve tank? Yes. Well, I mean, if you, yeah, if you run out of gas, that you can put in reserve and then I don't know how much you there, have left, but yeah, yeah. I usually just like, go straight. Yeah. It's like half, half a gallon, maybe something like that. It's, it's not very much, but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I go straight to the first, like gas station when that happens yesterday yeah i know once i get over like 110 miles on my odometer i'm like oh. looking for a gas station pretty quick yeah. <laughs> yeah i try to do like 100 so i'm not like just in case if i'm far from from the from the city i'm just like mm -mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so do you have like right. a favorite ride outside of the city um i really like I really like this several this when I do solo, I like to go to the beach. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's like, well, beach, you can call it beach, but it's not <laughs> um, like, you know, what we have here in New York, that's kind of a beach, but it's like beautiful <laughs> to just go there and like, you know, it's always like 
super hot all the way there and then you arrive and you just reward yourself with a little swim here in like Fort, Fort Tilden. So it's a little nice ride, it's not like a long ride. And then I really like going to this area, it's towards, it's in between, I would say it's New Jersey, but also, mm, yeah, I would say like the north of New Jersey and it's um, it's called the, the Seven Lakes Road okay. or something like this. It's like a little area, it's like, it's, it's, I think it's in the border between New York and New Jersey. There's like a, some area that you, you, okay. you keep changing state, but yeah. there's like Beer Mountain around as well. So there's like this like area around the park and there's all these lakes and you just ride the bike and there's one lake in each side and it's like very beautiful. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. And it's not far. You can do it in one day and come back and it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty rewarding. It's nice to have places like that so close to the city. I know you spend most of the time just leaving the city. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I, you know, like I love living in New York. But for a, for a rider, I always feel like it's a little frustrating because the access to nature or to like nice road is always like after like at least fifty minutes of traffic and right. bridges and yeah. So it's like it's a little. You know, you have to find the right moment of the day or the, or the or day of the week to not be like <laughs> just stopping in traffic and just wanting to go back home. <laughs> because yeah. city riding can be really exhausting. Yeah, like yeah, especially with the traffic, like yeah, you know, so hectic. Um, I don't. I'm a freelance, so I don't have to commute somewhere every day. Okay, but if I if I had to, I don't know if I will do bike like my bike all the time because literally it's like. You know, if you, if I live in Brooklyn. If I had to go to Manhattan every day, there's like there's the bridge. There is always like is a traffic jam all the time. And even if with the bike, you can go. You know, in between even it's not legal. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's still like the engine gets like heated and like if it's cold, you're just cold. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It is. It is definitely like a lot of. I like riding at night. And sometimes I cross to Manhattan and go to Central Park. You just cross Central Park and go from the West Highway. And it's, very, it's a beautiful loop, like kind of like doing all the half of Manhattan and then coming back to Brooklyn. It's pretty nice. And there's no traffic because it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Our connection to you is Faye, who we've had on yeah. the podcast before. And it seemed like Faye told us a lot of stories about motorcycles being stolen or people mm. just messing around with, with your stuff. Do you have any yeah. any issue with that, with having your bike out, or do you have a good place for it? I have a garage. I'm very oh, lucky with that. Yeah, I have nice. a garage in my in my building, and that's the reason I'm not moving from this house. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm 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 not in a. I like the neighborhood, but I'm not in my favorite street. It's very crowded, but yeah. I have a garage, and wow. it's heated. Um, we share with some people. It's small, but you know we have some tools, and. I never park my bike outside if it's overnight or anything, like just when I'm going to some places and I try to see it. Mm -hmm. um, but it depends on the neighborhood. I've, I always heard that it's hard. I mean, it's obviously harder to to steal a heavier bike. So like Harleys are not the most stolen one. Right. But I just mm -hmm. I just saw a friend of mine in Instagram posted that this huge, I don't know if it's a night train or like a... I don't know, it's a huge Harley and it was stolen two days ago. Like literally somebody just rolled it out of the... Oh. Um, yeah, so definitely I'm very cautious and I, I, you know, it's my baby. So I try yeah. to like always 
especially here with the weather um, in the winter, I would never, you know, I would never have it outside because it will get so much damage. Right. Uh, yeah. And also I don't, you know, spend so much money just fixing it and making it beautiful that I don't want anyone to take it <laughs> But definitely these neighborhoods and also if you have like a, a more, like a, not smaller, but more like lighter bike, um, yeah, there is a lot, a lot of people that they're on the hunt for that. So, gotta, yeah, so gotta keep them safe. You're lucky then. Yeah, I'm lucky. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an investment. You have to pay for yeah, that. Yeah. I think it's worth it for for that. And when I was trying to move from this apartment to find something bigger, I was like, it was impossible to find something with a parking with a garage. Even like not in the same building, just close by. Yeah. You know, like the, the houses here, like the apartments here are not like houses. So they don't have like their own garage. So yeah, I think I'm going to stick to these for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did a drive, we did a ride down to Brooklyn, uh, three years ago mm-hmm. and we stayed at an Airbnb and the guy that we rented from was like, yeah, you just park on the street. And we were like, we're from a tiny Island in the sea up here in Canada. And we're like, what do you mean? Yeah. We're going to park our bikes on the road in New York. <laughs> and yeah. uh, anyway, I think we just happened to stay in a really totally fine neighborhood and we parked the yeah. bikes on the side of the road for two days and lucky for us, there was yeah, no I trouble mean, it, whatsoever. It, it, Definitely depends on the neighborhood, and I have friends that they park their bike all the time outside. I yeah. would, I would not sleep well, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. it was outside. But you know, it's it's a hit of miss, I guess. I think the oil puddle under my bike was a pretty big deterrent for them. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have any trouble with any like weird troubles with your bike, or is it just knock on wood, running great? It's it's been. I'm gonna touch. I'm gonna touch some wood. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been pretty good for like an older bike. I, I know people that had like similar years poster or or bikes that that had a lot of issues. I had some issues at the beginning. There's a problem with the neutral. Like I barely can put like the neutral on sometimes when I'm driving, but stopping like when I'm driving, and then besides that, that seems like a eternal problem. Uh, <laughs> I've been pretty lucky. <clears throat> Every time there's a problem, it's very straightforward. It's like, oh, there's a okay. gasket that was like broken. Yeah. Or, you know, like it's nothing that is like, oh, I don't know. How is this going to be fixed? <laughs> I just fixed my <laughs> rear brake. Yeah. But it was also like the master cylinder was like broken. There was some piece broken. So it keep like losing pressure. So it was like a, you know, there was a little problem that I thought it was never going to be fixed. And it, well, at the end, we just rebuilt everything. And it was just a hundred bucks and just a little kit and doing it, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I, I tried to, my, to like, keep it in first shape. <laughs> yeah. Are you doing that work yourself, too? Uh, no, I have my husband that knows much more than me. Ah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, and I have very good friends that they they really enjoy, like, fixing. So yeah. I, I can do some stuff. Like I'm not completely useless, yeah. But I especially like all the cosmetic stuff. I really like like I change, the, I lifted the tank and change ignition to another side. Like all these feel like little things that it's not about fixing. It's about more like I'm putting this thing in another place so it functions here and aesthetically. You know, I change my handlebars. I change a bunch of things. I can do this. Yeah. But when it's like a a technical problem, I think. Like, you know, I can understand what's the problem, but I always trust somebody. I feel like it's a little bit more of like not trusting that I will fix it properly more than, right. not, you know, you know, so I always like, 
I always trust somebody that has more experience and all the, the machines better. And then I'm like around, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to be depending on somebody, but also I, I want these to be fixed properly. So it's always like, you know, if somebody has more knowledge, I'll definitely like trust them to help me with fixing it. I mean, that's a, definitely a smarter way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, also, gone, I've gone the other way and I've tried to fix things myself and then wished that I had gotten someone to fix yeah. it. <laughs> no, and also my, my, my husband really likes doing it. <laughs> like, it's uh, not, okay. it's okay. not a joke. He like, he's like, I gotta fix this. And then he's, he's like, there, like, it's like his little hobby, you know? So I, of, <laughs> of course I don't, I don't want to not be part of it and just like rely on, on, on that. But, you know, if he has fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> have fun fixing my brakes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to assume your husband probably rides as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, and what's he, he rides? He, he has a night train, um, like a um, fat boy. Yeah. I think it's a 2000, uh, no, 2007. Yeah. yeah. A, he, he had a... Um, a chopper many years ago when when we were like start dating and i remember it was very uncomfortable to ride on the back of that <laughs> right and i was i was already i was already trying to get my my license and stuff but i've been you know i'm not from here i was dealing with a lot of immigration papers just to stay here with my visas and stuff so i was like i cannot invest in a bike now and then he bought um, we went to atlanta to pick up this this 2007 and we rode back from there yeah i was in the back and i remember the whole trip i was i was like this is the last time in the, i'm in the back of a yeah. bike yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that summer i yeah a few months back later i just had my license and then bought the bike like a month after the the thing is like i had a, a european driver license okay and i i refused to do the car driver license here because i was like oh my god i don't want to have to do the exam again since you know i did when i was 18 in spain and yeah and then i did the motorcycle one and they were like but you need the car driving lessons <laughs> oh, oh no, no. <laughs> i spent a one one year just with my permit and riding my bike <laughs> and and then when it was about to expire the permit, I was like, okay, so now I have everything. <laughs> but, but, I don't, you know, I, but do you ride a car now or drive a car? I mean, no, no, not really. Yeah. We have, we, we I have love a that. Yeah. And um, I never ride, and I don't like just big cars like this. And also for work, I'm a set designer. And sometimes we have to rent bands and like, just like, right. Like, rent a lot of props and put them there and then i drive because you know it's my job and i'm, I'm fine with it and i like i like driving cars in the highway it's it's very very like you know it's a very nice experience i don't like here like just parking places and you know so i just do it when i have to do it for necessity so that's why i wasn't like interested on it okay i'm gonna take a sidestep here hear me out and like we'll see if i can spit this out the right way so on this podcast, not only do we make fun of sportsters all the time, <laughs> but another th does. yeah yeah, and you know we it's, we, we it's make fun mostly my sports yeah, and she fair. rides <laughs> she rides a sportster, so we feel like we're allowed, right? Um, but another thing that we've made fun of, or not made fun of, but we've commented on, is how oftentimes when you see ads or influencers or stuff where like people are selling like hot babes on Harleys. Mm -hmm. And now 
I started following you a little while mm-hmm. ago, and you're literally a hot babe on a motorcycle. <laughs> but the cool thing about it is that you're actually a hot babe, and that is your motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, what this is, is this conundrum? This is cool. <laughs> this is actually someone who's hot babe, and that's her motorbike. Knows how to ride it. Does ride it. Didn't start riding it two seconds ago. Like, yeah, no, you, definitely. What are your thoughts on that? Because you must, you must see like you know models on bikes and think like yeah but they're not the real deal (laughs) yeah no i mean definitely definitely like i i i never posed with a bike before i was riding because i thought it was you know a little like it was a poser (laughs) (laughs) i I definitely had a lot of harley davidson like merch Right, that I bought yeah. before having a bike, and I was like, I need to match these clothes with the <laughs> the real thing. But that's like, you know, a little different. Um, I did, you know, at the beginning, yeah. I guess when I started riding, I was a little more humble over it because I'm like, you know, sometimes you like bikes, but you cannot afford it, or you right. Like, but definitely, there is. I think it's less than like, oh, this guy, this girl doesn't ride. What is she doing? It's more about the the cliche, right? The and the and the masculine point of view of like these two objects together right <laughs> like mm-hmm. kind of like so i think that my 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 critique will go more in towards that you know yeah. towards like um the fetish of like the the hot girl in the bike but because there's like so much so many like girls that are starting to ride or interested in riding i think it slowly is kind of like changing yeah into yeah i'm hot and i ride my bike <laughs> yeah um so so i'm hoping that these like and i follow a lot of female riders that they do like they they do merch they fix their bikes they build their bikes and they're like doing a lot of like merchandising like, trying to like re you know, like reinvent this wall and trying to be like, yeah, I mean, the same thing you say as a man, now it's a woman doing it. And like, I feel like slowly the the, the community is changing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I also I also celebrate if somebody's hot and it's in a bike, it looks very cool. It does look cool. <laughs> yeah, there's no you denying know? it, it does look cool. Yeah. And so that's why it, it exists, right? Yeah, I feel like it depends on how it's done or, f- or from who is done. Like there's a there's a photographer that takes picture that she writes. Yeah, she takes a p- pictures on on builds of choppers that she likes with like beautiful woman that she is friends with. Then it's like okay, that's different. You're making like some sort of art, like right. elevating mm-hmm. both beauties, and you know what rides mean riding means, and you write so. Yeah. But if it's a you know if it's a horny dude just being like ha 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 you know yeah. <laughs> like, I, I got offered sometimes like somebody that was supposed to build my my sissy bar they were like oh and I, I'll charge you less if you wanna just like pose in my bike here and like and I was like I'm not gonna pose in your bike like what the <laughs> you know what I mean it's like doesn't make any sense to me yeah. another thing would be like to use your bike that is very cool for like some sort of project that I'm doing but not me just posing there like in a bike that's not mine and didn't build I didn't do anything on it so right so yeah I think it's like it's just it's a matter of being careful and and reading well where it's coming from but I think it's slowly changing um, and that's great. Yeah, we, I I hope for that. The change. On that note, yeah, on that note, we, Faye, Agatha, and I, we just were like invited to be part of a female rider documentary that it's we just 
it just finished so it's like i was a little skeptic at the beginning because i was like oh is it gonna be oh the the director was a man and he doesn't write okay. so i was like oh is it gonna be this type of like documentary where like they're just being like ah oh, these like girls right you know like kind of yeah. like idealizing this world and i was so surprised it was a very smart documentary it was showing a lot of like the different spectrum of all like different communities and like different like ways to approach writing and different type of woman and it, like, it was like it, it will express everything that this world means you know like and I, I i i'm very happy to be part of that documentary because i'm gonna be old and i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna be like yes it was like part <laughs> of this you know like i think because of what we're saying that it's changing and there's more female writers and we're taking taking over the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know i mean it just i I think it's, it's a beautiful moment and hopefully it goes like to change a little bit these like topics that we are like so used to see. How are we going to see this documentary? So this is, I think now it's been sent to like um, festivals. Okay. So we, they just did a private screening for us and some like part of the team. Yeah. Um, I, of course, the moment is out or we can show it. I'm, I'm happy to share and in my Instagram because I'm, I'm proud of being part of it. And I'm happy that, you know, our voice is being like, and the same with this podcast, you know, like we just, we're able to talk about our experience, even if it's like a normal, humble experience yeah. or if it's a big change, you know, it's, it's just good to be out there. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely let you know when when it's out. I guess it's gonna take some months after, like, hopefully it goes to some festival. But it's a small, it's a short documentary. It's not a not a feature. So, is there any other important thing you're not telling us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Now what is, is the, important? Now is the time. No. <laughs> it's funny because we you know that's being humble is great and sometimes what is our like normal usual life we don't really think anything special about it that it would be mm-hmm. of like interest to someone else so yeah that, that um, was a that was a good surprise well, well yeah, <laughs> from doing this podcast it's like half the people that we talk to don't think that they are interesting until we talk to them we're like dude you're fucking rad as fuck like, <laughs> like what do you mean you just did this crazy cool thing yeah <laughs> Uh, so yesterday I got a meeting. There's like this new, there's a new festival, like motorcycle tattoo festival that they're gonna do this year uh, in November. And I do performance. I do like fetish BDSM performances. I just did one last week, and somehow it was it's interesting because I feel like the leather, you know, my my leather style, like I wear leather, it, it can relate to both walls, you know, like a little mm-hmm. more like this fetish wall. And then the the motorcycle, no, it's like the same. And it's all very 80s. And mm-hmm. so basically these people that are doing this festival ask me if I can perform there. And it's gonna be all like motorcycles, like choppers, all old school and new ones, and like a, an exhibition of motorcycles, people tattooing, and then I'll be performing. Cool. And then they they asked me if I can have a little corner where like I like put my I mean I offered to bring my bike because I was like she has to be there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we'll do a little like fetish corner where like I can like do stuff for to people if they want you know kind of spank them a little bit and yeah. do like a little yeah. like showcase of this this world and it's it's interesting because it's like all the words I like colliding in one yep. event but it's a new event so I don't I hope it goes it's it, they're aiming for a big thing so I hope it goes well but you know if 
that's another thing I'm doing. That's cool. Just ask if I'm well, hiding well, something. <laughs> no. There's so much. There's so much from both of those worlds, though, that like they do overlap so Absolutely. much, right? Yeah. And it's like I think a lot of people in both of those worlds separately, like the BDSM world and the motorcycle world, don't realize how much they overlap. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. And I, I mean, if, I mean, if you add the tattoo wall, where I'm like, yeah. I'm a collector. I have several tattoos, and I, I, I feel like it all like makes sense. Yeah. Not in a oh yeah tattoos, chicks, motorcycle. You know, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. There is like a subculture um, theme going on that it it yeah it can line up very well. So I, I'm excited about this this event and see and see how I can put these walls together. <laughs> I don't think it'll be too hard. <laughs> is, that, is that supposed to happen in New York or somewhere yeah, locally? Yeah, it's yeah, happening cool. in Brooklyn. It's three days. Wow. Um, um, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be there two days because I'm too busy to be all the time there. Yeah. But I'm, when I do this performance, I usually have a, uh, a band, I have music playing with me. So that's a good opportunity because there's going to be like shows so I can have like sometimes I perform in a smaller venue and this time I can be like a little more grand about it and and Ooh. it's cool to just just like put all the arts that I like kind of like together and and see what happens <laughs> <laughs> do you know what fucking sucks what fucking sucks when you're riding with a bunch of people and you go to pull over and park at your destination and one person can't park with you because they're just different. So like you all ride up and you yeah. all back in and this guy drives in or yeah. they park across on, the parking across lot. the parking lot pointing in the opposite direction. Like, yep. And you're like, okay, that's weird. They just, maybe they feel more comfortable doing that. <clears throat> and then you do an another stop somewhere down the line. It's like a fucking Vista mountain views you all line up in front of the mountain yep it's going to be a picturesque oh, shot beautiful shot. and then they park like way the fuck down the road See, why this, is there always that one person i feel like you're calling out specifically big mike gillespie right now yeah my dad yeah but there's one in every group <laughs> there is one in every there, group. there's a mike gillespie in every group as far as the the rogue parker well i think there's a few reasons for it i think like either they are legit oblivious they do not understand how it works. You just mm -hmm. go park together. Um, or I think sometimes they actually don't have very good control of their bike. And they are afraid to park too close. Because mm -hmm. they're like, they just don't know yeah. how to get on and off their bike. And they don't know how to push it in to share a parking spot. I and they know. don't. But and they're, they're aesthetically lame. Yeah, uh, that's true for some people, for sure. I can see that being a reason, but there are people out there that are like totally young, able, competent riders <laughs> that are like cool, social media savvy, and they just won't park with you. Oh, are they trying to be cool? I don't know. They're just, but they're, they're, they're <laughs> I not, don't know. I don't know. They're, they're just not parking with everyone else. Right. And it's like, but you're riding together. You're doing this thing together, but it's like, and it's always someone with the nicer bike. Oh, they don't want to be seen. So maybe they you. don't want to be seen with like our like raggedy ass bikes. Maybe I'd that's say it. it's probably, there's probably a lot of variables there. Yeah. And it's I think that, I think that don't give them too much credit. They might like just be oblivious and they don't even understand that what they're doing is lame. Yeah. And like, I don't, would they do that at a bike rally? 
Everyone's lining uh, up alongside of the road, and this person like drives down the street to the Walmart parking lot, like <laughs> instead of parking with their friends. Or, or I they, don't fucking know because like, I don't do that. <laughs> it's just so weird. But I'm convinced until someone proves me otherwise, there is one of these people in, in every riding group. Yeah, I think you're right. You cannot get all bikes together for one shot because <laughs> someone is fucking parking like an idiot. I agree with you. Okay, great. <laughs> I don't, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to, because I don't, you want you don't want to jinx anything yeah. anyway. <laughs> but like, if it's, um, there's definitely like a, some sort of like unconscious ritual before going to like. I knock on wood. Yeah, for sure. All the fucking time. Yeah. So do I. I think uh, a lot of people would. <laughs> that's <laughs> see, that's the part where not, when I messaged you and was like, you have to tell me if you're like some motorcycle stunt double or something <laughs> this is what i mean like hey oh, okay. we're, i'm in this documentary no okay. big deal no big deal <laughs> no, I just, I don't, I... superstition that I, I i see myself like sometimes practicing by by like default my storage is full and my phone is like too bad too bad looks like it's gonna be a podcast of my face now the harmony the music you're listening like the energy you're putting that day into like this right if, if you feel that somehow something is not good just maybe it's not the time it's like it's soft things and then some other things are more like yeah i have to have these like little like lucky charms that i like i wear or you know yeah i don't know so it's it's it is there for sure <laughs> yeah that's that cut cut that out <laughs> cut. right now back streets back all right Big. sorry <laughs> or like you know you pull up at a gas station and like you you're stopping for a snack and then you're like hey you know where did robert go <laughs> and like you find it's out so he, he parks on the other name is robert. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i'm sure he will be the one doing his own thing <laughs> okay okay bosco's like having a stretch and a snort Truly, truly enjoy all the bikes yeah. parked together, especially if they're Harleys and they're like black. Then <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. it's like, I'm like, my OCD is perfectly like rewarded and I'm very happy. What, what, what color is your Sportster? Just to like make sure. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> it, mine. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, a white, off white. Oh my God. You will have to park a little farther away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs>